In the gospel today, we hear Jesus Christ say, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And then towards the end of today's gospel, whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. And then he continues and he says, whoever loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and reveal myself to him. In these words, Jesus has given us a profound challenge, but also a wonderful promise. He challenges us to keep his commandments because that is how we remember to demonstrate our love for our Lord. But if we do that, that reminder that we are loved by our Father and loved by our Lord Jesus Christ, and he will reveal himself to us. He will bring us up into heaven with himself. You know, these few lines from the Gospel of John, they get against many of the heresies that have come up through the ages against what the church teaches. These heresies are always around. They've been here since the very beginning. One of them, we call it universal salvation, this idea that everyone will be saved. Because if God loves us, he couldn't possibly condemn us, except that's not true. Because if we do not love God, that says we don't want to be with him. And if we don't want to be with him, he will not force us to be with him. And so in today's gospel, we learn this idea that everyone will be saved no matter what they do. It can't be true. But on the other hand, it goes against the heresy called Pelagianism. And what that is, is it's this idea that we have to work our way into heaven. That, no matter, that, that we, just, we just get to work and try and work really, really hard. And if we do enough good, we'll basically have enough good in our ledger to get into heaven. But that doesn't work either because it forgets that love is at the heart of this. That it's because we love God that we keep his commandments. And it's because God loves us that we return to heaven. And there's one other one worth mentioning that is a little more recent called the fundamental option, where we get into this way of thinking where, well, if I tell God I love him in my heart, that's really what matters. It doesn't matter what I do outside of that. Sometimes we hear this described as salvation by faith alone. But that doesn't work either. Because if we have faith in God, that should be moving us towards loving him. And if we love someone, how can we not do good things, do what they have asked us to do? You know, today being Mother's Day, it's actually a perfect example of this. We love our moms. We want to make our mothers happy. We want them to be pleased with us. We want to show them our love. And how do we do that? We act in a way that we think is going to make them happy. When they ask, them, when they ask us to do stuff, we do our best to do it, right? Now, I'm kind of going out on a limb here because my mom's here tonight, so I hope she doesn't take advantage of that. <laughs> I won't point her out. She hates that. <laughs> but we try to do those things that are pleasing to the ones that we love because we love them. 
And so that's what Jesus is getting at in the gospel. Because we love God, we try to live in a way that is pleasing to him. We try to keep his commands. We try to stay out of sin. That's what the church calls it. Turning away from God is sin. Now, I spend a lot of time in the confessional, and so one of the things that I think we need a little refresher on is the difference between what a mortal and a venial sin is. You know, we've heard these a lot, and perhaps in grade school we learned it, but just remembering, a mortal sin requires three things. It has to be something serious, right? So if I'm a second grader and I throw a paper airplane across the room, that's maybe sinful, but probably not a mortal sin, right? It's a paper airplane. Now, if I throw a knife across the room, now that's a whole different story. But it has to be something serious that we've done. Second, we have to know that it's wrong. God does not hold accountable for those things of which we are ignorant. So if I truly did not know something is wrong, then it's not held against me. And the third and final thing is that I have to choose to do it. I can't be forced to sin. I, I have to choose it. Sometimes I don't have to do very much to choose it, but there has to be that act of the will. If those three things aren't satisfied, it's probably still what we call a venial sin, which is basically everything else. But those mortal sins are the big ones because what they do is they destroy our relationship with God. The venial sins, they don't destroy it, they harm it. But mortal sins, they destroy that relationship with God and they must be brought to confession so that God can put us back together and heal us. Last week I spoke about confession a little bit, how it's one of the greatest miracles. How the saints will say, that by raising someone up from this death of their soul, God does a miracle that's even more incredible than the raising of Lazarus. That's how wondrous confession is, restoring that relationship with him. That's the beautiful gift God wants to give us. And so on this Sunday, when Christ says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments it's also good to just review what those are. In the gospel, Jesus tells us the two greatest commandments are love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all of your mind and all of your strength. And the second greatest commandment is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And if you think about it, these two commandments also show us the 10 commandments. They help us understand them better. Because the first three commandments, I am the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods besides me. Do not take the name of your Lord in vain and keep holy the Sabbath. Those are all about how we give ourselves to God, how we, we give ourselves to our Father, how we use our heart and our mind and our strength to honor and worship God. And then the other seven commandments are about loving our neighbor as ourself. It's interesting, God has to get a little more specific on these. We found a lot of ways to not love our neighbor, apparently. But the first of them, it's not thou shalt not kill. 
It's honor your father and mother. It's also the only commandment God gave us that has a promise attached to it. If you honor your father and mother, you will see the land that I have promised you. It's an interesting one. But it's a reminder to respect those who are in proper authority over us, to do the best we can to love our mother and our father. The next one, thou shalt not kill. Not just the body, but also the soul. Thou shalt not commit adultery, which covers all of the sexual sin that is so prevalent in our society that we seem to be addicted to. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. And that's not just lying, but that's also harming the good name or reputation of someone else. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods, and thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. These are the ways that God has told us are not loving your neighbor very well. And sometimes we can't really, we struggle to, to get these commandments in our head to do an examination that way. And so another way we can look at God's commands is by looking at the seven deadly sins. We've got pride, lust, anger, greed, envy, sloth, gluttony. Okay, I didn't forget any. <laughs> But those seven deadly sins, you know, they remind us that it's not just these Ten Commandments that God takes seriously. And so some of the ways to keep these commandments are by developing the virtues. So some virtues that we can develop to fight against these things are chastity, temperance, charity or generosity, Diligence, so that we don't get stuck with sloth. Oh, I forgot sloth. Of course I did. <laughs> but diligence, so not putting things off until later. Patience, gratitude, and humility. Or perhaps the things in the gospel that Jesus tells us to do. To pray, fast, and give alms. Our Lord has shown us so many ways to keep his commandments. To help us demonstrate our love for our Lord by our actions. So today, let's strive to do that. Let's strive to love our Lord. Let's seek to keep his commandments in all that we do, because the promise he gave us is incredible. Whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, the creator of the entire universe, and I will love him the one who died so that you could go to heaven, and I will reveal myself to him. I will show you myself when we meet one day in heaven.